you're just going through the motions of life, but not fully living, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. It wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way. So now we're sharing what worked for us with you. We're so glad you found us. We'll bring you real life stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. All right, so listen, welcome to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. We are super excited that you're here today. And if you're just finding us, if this is your first time listening, first of all, you found us the best episode so far, we think. So um, we've got a special guest in, with us today, and we just want you to know that we wholeheartedly believe that you found us for a reason. And if you have listened to us before and you're back, welcome back. We love you, and we're so happy you're here. We hope that if there are some chunks and nuggets out of what you hear us say, that you'll share that with somebody else that you think may be able to benefit as well. So today, we're going to give it to Lori to introduce our special guest. Yes, I'm going to actually read what um, Donna has sent so that I do not miss a thing because she is power packed. So Donna Brown's our guest today. Donna is an intuitive coach and healer, and she supports her clients who feel stuck. She helps them to find clarity, focus, and joy by clearing their energetic blocks, and together they clear the emotional blocks. She supports them through Reiki and her intuitive coaching sessions, guiding her clients to a more joyful, fulfilled life. And we all want that, right? <laughs> Donna is a Reiki master, a coach, a crystal expert, a three-time best-selling author, and her favorite tool is her pendulum. So hopefully you'll share what that is with us today. How exciting. Welcome. And so Donna is near and dear to our heart. And we know after this, she's going to be to yours as well. We actually met Donna. If you've listened to any of our episodes, um, especially the first couple, we talk about where we were and we were living these get up, do it, and then go to sleep and do it again kind of days. And really and truly, Lori and I were both miserable. We were stuck in these daily lives. And, and you'll hear us talk on and on in our podcast about this retreat that we were invited to. And we went and there were 10 or 11 women that we had never met and that they are still some of the best people we know and some of our best friends. And so Donna was at that retreat with us. And that is how we met Donna, the beginning. Um, and she was where we were, right? I mean, we were just all kind of floundering in life and looking for a way out and a way to truly, fully live. Um, and and we, were, we were all there together. And so to see Donna now from where we were six years ago, we were just talking about that before we started recording that last month was six years um, and, and the things she's accomplished and what she's done and just to see how many people's lives have been affected because she took the steps, she did the work. Um, and so really and truly, this is about giving back and continuing to show you our journey and introducing you to the people that helped us get to where we are and that we continue to rely on. You know, I, I, I reach out to Donna quite often for help, for assistance, for just conversation. Um, she's, she's one of my vibrisers. So when I'm feeling kind of in that stuck place or low, I can reach out and she's one of the ones that helps me get it back up. So Donna, welcome. 
Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to share the space with both of you. You're two of my favorite people of all time because we shared that experience together. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, the experience, I can remember, like we, Tanya and I have talked about this before, we all sort of looked a little gray, I guess is the way we've described it before. Like, <laughs> like we were not living in color, not fully in color. And so I think what makes your journey so special and hopefully what you'll share with us today is how you went from living in black and white to really living in full color. Um, I know that's maybe not the way you would, you would phrase it, but I, that's sort of how I see it in my mind. You know, six years ago, we were all sort of in that gray space and not reaching our full potential, not living fully in a joy-filled life, which is what you help others do today. And so tell us a little bit about your journey so that um, you can share your story that we know about, but our listeners just haven't been privy to that. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for the opportunity. And I love the analogy of going from black and white to color. So um, I actually just shared a talk in public for the first time in a very long time, the beginning of this week. And it was about my journey of being a stay-at-home mom whose kids were growing up. My kids were reaching the point, they were very self-sufficient. I was going to soon be an empty nester. And I was looking at my life thinking, oh my gosh, what's next for me? I had no identity outside of being a mom. And we were on a family vacation. This was August of 2014 and my kids were all cliff jumping. And in order for that to happen, the circumstances have to totally align, the tide, the wind, the weather, all of it. And when we were there that day, those were the circumstances. So my kids were all cliff jumping and I was on the other side taking their picture. And my daughter kept saying, mom, come join us. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm gonna take your picture. Now the window is two and a half hours before the tide goes out and it becomes dangerous. And at a, the two hour mark, she said, mom, you've got to come. It's really not that scary. And I thought for a moment, if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. And I did not want one more regret in my life. So I made my way around to the top of the cliff. I stood there toes dangling over the edge and I thought, oh my God, oh my God. And I realized in that moment when I thought of actually backing up that I had this window for me to literally leap into my future or stay in that space forever. And I took that leap and I was scared to death, came out of the water, fist in the air screaming, I did it. And my life completely changed. And there are no coincidences in this world. So prior to leaving for that vacation, I had um, already agreed to attend a one day event. And the week after I got back and I met Kate, who is our, our mentor. Yeah. And, and she was the one who facilitated the retreat where we all met. And I worked with her for the first year to really understand that I could dream again. We turned my hobby into a business and really just focused on who I wanted to be. And a year later is when I met the two of you and all the other women who were there that day. And it truly changed my life. And that morning, Kate was having a Q&A on crystals. And this is not the size. The one she was holding was even bigger than this. It, she took two hands to hold it. It was a rose quartz, which the week before I had been given my first rose quartz stone. That was, I didn't knowingly have any crystals prior to that. And she's talking about how crystals work and how they have energy and you use them for this and you wear them in your bra or you wear them as jewelry. And 
And up until that point, I had been making wire wrap jewelry, small, delicate things. And my friend sitting across from us said, you should wire wrap crystals. And I went, oh my God, I should wire wrap crystals. And so I spent the first year like literally wire wrapping crystals. And of course I do not even have one right in front of me, but. Um, several that you sent. <laughs> Yes, but not yes, you do. So, but I began making jewelry, I began making bracelets and wire wrapping stones and turning them into necklaces. And I started doing shows and it was the most amazing experience because suddenly people wanted what I had. It was so easy to share because people are so drawn to crystals. And what I learned is, you know, I thought everybody wanted crystal jewelry because that's how the inception came. But in reality, people want crystals for the properties they hold. So they Whether want they the know stone. They not, right? E exactly right. Now, as I post in your group often, I'll pick a stone of the week. And my line always is, we are drawn to the stones that we need energetically before we know we need them intellectually. Because it's the vibration of the stone. It's the energy of the stone that we're drawn to before we even know it. So this is a rose quartz. It's a, it's a pink stone. This one is, is a little bit on the pale side. And each of the stones correlate to a chakra. And we have seven energy centers. The heart chakra is right in the center. And I needed the love from the stone that she was talking about. I mean, I have, I have a huge rose quartz collection. First of all, you can never have too many crystals if you're wondering, oh, I already have crystals. No, it's not, never enough. <laughs> Thank you for that permission so that we don't... Um judge and shame ourselves. <laughs> no, you can never have too many because they support us in so many ways. That's what I love about them. They're so versatile. You know, I, you know, I joked, we talked about carrying crystals in our bras and I thought, well, okay, I'll try that. And then I would forget that I had them in there and I'd get undressed and I'd go careening across the bathroom floor and double my collection. Yes. <laughs> But um, crystals were the first stepping stone that I took to get to where I am now and doing all these different things that you mentioned. Yeah. And you're talking about the energetic um, properties of crystals. And I remember the energy in that room when that connection was made in your brain. So you, you know, had come into it, you had shown us all this really cool sea glass and the, the different wired jewelry pieces that you had made with the sea glass that you had found and when that connection the the two points in your brain came together about crystals and the jewelry and oh I could do this like we all felt that energy it was like it just sort of went out in the circle and we all felt it like we all and gasped yes I remember it was like it, it was such a we always remember feelings right and it was one of those moments where we knew it was something special because of the energy that it sent out when that happened. That, you know, just hearing you describe it that way, it's so funny because we were all in that same room. We all had a different experience and we all remember something else about that moment. But hearing you say that actually brings me to tears because it was like this group experience. Um, whoever was sitting next to me put her hand on my arm and it was electric, electric. It was, it, the energy was palpable. Like yeah. we could definitely all feel it. And it was such a, a moment of excitement. It was like, it was all of us, it was for all of us. Mm -hmm. 
to understand that. And it, it is a moment that I will never forget. I treasure that weekend more than any other experience I've had since I've been a part of this, um, in this space of spirituality. We, and we Hands talk down. about it often. I mean, we really do because it was that life changing for us um, as well. And, and so when that crystal piece was introduced to us, it was so foreign. Again, like you said, people like crystals and stones because they're pretty or because they're, we didn't understand energy. We didn't understand that they had properties. Lori and I both kind of looked down and we were like, okay. I mean, you know, it, we weren't in tune yet to energy, so we couldn't feel it. Now we could feel the energy in that room, which means it must have been mega because we were so, that was so foreign. But I will say that for us and for you, that was kind of our first introduction to energy. And at least for, for Lori and I, like it was my first introduction to, okay, what is energy and, and what is healing properties and how does, it, and it took a while. Like I, I didn't go straight from, from crystals and stones to, to understanding healing and energy. It, it was years. Um, but I will say that I immediately could start identifying when I was drawn to a crystal and Lori and I started our collection after that weekend. We walked away with one. I think Kate gave us one. We walked away with one and started our collections. And I, to this day, my pendulum picks out my crystals in the morning and I put them in my bra and I just basically say, guardian angels, you know what, I'm, who I'm going to be around and the challenges I'm going to face today and what extra energy I may need. Please give it to me now and whatever it picks out. Sometimes I don't even, even try to identify and stick it in and go about my day. Um, but I've gotten there, right? And <laughs> I didn't start there either, but it's that energy. And so you took that small step created this jewelry and really I mean for a while you were doing a crystal of the month club that I was a member of and I'm telling you it was like freaking Christmas every month um and it was amazing and that's really how my collection really started growing um and but you took that studying the energy of the crystals and then took the next leap and the next the next piece of this, which is amazing to me to go from, okay, I can feel some energy in these stones and I know that they have properties, but then to take that to where you are now is amazing. It, it is amazing. And I still pinch myself truly because I look back, you know, I'm a, I'm a big uh, social media follower and user and my time hop shows me my memories. I was like, oh my gosh, that was five years ago or that was six years ago. And I looked at where I am now. And I'm just so grateful for all of the experiences, for all of the amazing women who have showed up in my life, who have supported me and just allowed me to thrive. And I know that I can always turn to any one of you and for support and guidance and love. And it's, it's an amazing community. So um, I'm just so grateful, so grateful. So after you started with your stones and the crystals and that evolved, what was your next step on your journey in this area of energy and energy healing? So I was, um, I started to do some networking and I showed up at an event and someone said, what do you do? And I said, oh, I work with crystals. And she actually was wearing uh, like a beaded bracelet. And she said, oh, um, I just bought these, this crystal bracelet from somebody and she put Reiki into it. And I went, huh, I've heard of Reiki, but I didn't really know anything about it and thought that sounds really good. And so 
there was a mom who was uh, a woman who was the mom of one of my daughter's closest friends who I knew was involved with Reiki. And that night I went home and I messaged her and I said, I want to learn Reiki. Can you guide me? And she said, oh, well, I happen to have a class that's starting <laughs> in two weeks. It's every Wednesday for eight weeks. And I'm like, I'm there. I'm, I go, you know, so I sign up and I learned, uh, we were going to learn all about the chakras, which I knew nothing about. I didn't even know how to say the word. And so I learned all about the chakra system and was, um, I, I was received Reiki's level one and two. So first day of the course, she said, okay, Reiki level one is when you can do Reiki on yourself. Reiki level two is when you can give Reiki to others and send it long distance. And my mind was totally blown. How is that even possible? You know, again, this is all brand new to me. And sure enough, after I received Reiki 2, part of our assignment was pick, find someone, call them who, call them on the phone and say, this is what you want to do and, and note what the experience was. I, I, I was so skeptical. And the first person said, how did you know I needed it in my back? I'm like, I didn't. The second person, how did you know I needed it in my hip? It feels so much better. Again, I didn't. And that was my experience every single time. And I learned the technique to do it distance. So even in the beginning when we were learning, you can do it hands-on where you're actually touching or you can do it by hovering. And for me, I had a better sense of the energy. It's this vibration, that, that's how I sensed it. I had a better sense of the vibration when my hands hovered. So for me to send it remotely, it was very similar and very easy. So all of my work is remote. I, I have clients all over, other end of the country, across the pond, it doesn't matter. I can send Reiki wherever. And it is, it's still, I am amazed. I am blown away at the results people get and how impactful and effective it is. I, and I'm super, super grateful that I have that ability. It's just truly incredible. So is it your energy that you're sending to other people or what? Explain that just a little bit. So Reiki, the definition of Reiki is actually life force energy. So I am the guide. So I, I facilitate the Reiki, which is, um, uh, it clears the energetic pathways in whomever I'm sending it to. Now I'm, I'm directing it. I am actually, but they are actually receiving the energy through them. It's life source energy. So I'm facilitating it and sending it. So it's almost and, like you're being intentional with the energy that's already there. And you're saying, okay, so I'm focusing on you. So we're going to take this energy that is yours, that is yours to have, that is life force energy. And I'm going to help direct it. I'm going to be intentional about the direction of that energy. Is that what well, you're Yes and no. I mean, I am sending the energy. They are receiving the energy, but it is, it's our, it's, it's a matter of clearing the blocks and sending the energy. It, the energy goes where it's needed. Right. So while I'm sending it to you or sending it to the world or sending it for universal healing, it goes where it's needed. So yes, I am sending the energy, but the recipient gets what they need. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. It's still fascinating and it's still hard to wrap my head around knowing that I have that capability. Well, and, and Lori and I have, and we, we, you know, we talk in different, in all of our episodes about something we've tried or, and Reiki is an energy, I mean, so beginning on, we, 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 we are slow progression. We're six years in, right? And so 
probably three or four years ago, three years ago, I tried Reiki for the first time. Again, like you, very skeptical. The person was doing it. I, I think it was a Groupon. Let's just be honest. Like I was like, okay, <laughs> where's this coming from? Um, and it, I was I was shocked. First of all, I vibrated. I buzzed. Lori talks sometimes about my buzz and. I remember she'd never met me before. And I remember that feeling of always feeling like my body was all out here. And by the time she was done, I felt like, okay, my body's a little bit more centered. It, you know, my energy is more centered in my body. So I even, even early on before I really understood, I got the feeling of, of really kind of putting myself back together, putting myself back in the box because I was, I was given too much. Um, and, and to open and so putting that back together a little bit and so the more I've dabbled in other energy work as well and the more open I am because that worked and I identified it very early on I trusted it a little bit more okay I get it okay this makes a little more sense and then I was able to kind of take some stepping stones to some some bigger and more involved clearings and cleansings and healing work but Reiki was really kind of where it started for me yeah and we talk about quite a bit that the reason our journey started was because we were open to it and so there has to be on the receiving end you have to have some level of openness to you don't have to believe it fully not necessarily or understand it fully but I think there is that you have to be willing to receive the energy that's being, you know, moved through you. <laughs> yes. And I I've had some wild experiences with Reiki. I really have where I guess I've been so open to it that, you know, having almost like physical reactions. So like having a, a Reiki session and then the next day purging, like throwing up and, and aches and pains and things like that, that was like clearing stuff, clearing energy out of my body. Um, and so again, six years ago, I wouldn't have even, it wouldn't have been on my radar, <laughs> but I think it was just being open to trying new things. So that's really what our podcast is about is these are things that we've tried. Some things have worked and some things haven't, but there, you have to be open and willing to not know, not think that you know everything, right? Because if we if we go through this world thinking that we understand everything, we're never going to learn. You don't grow in that way. And so, just real proud of you for like listening to your intuition, taking the next steps, and seeing where that next, trusting that the next step is provided to you, that the path is um, shown to you, and then taking the step towards it. Because that's what I feel like you have done very well since we've known you is. Um, an opportunity presents itself and it's like you're back to cliff diving, right? It's not sitting on the other side, taking pictures, but actually um, being a participant in your own life and going to the edge and jumping in each time those new opportunities open themselves up to you. And that is exactly right. And it was that, um, that year after we met, I said yes to everything. I mean, I, you know, I said yes to the crystals. I said yes to the Reiki. I said yes to becoming a coach, that my first certification in coaching. I said yes to writing the first chapter in the book. I mean, and all of that happened concurrently. It was like, that was a huge year for me of growth because I was so open to a new way of being that I never had even known about or understood. It was, 
you know, I, I, it is, I look back on that and I, I'm so grateful I just said yes, because I think, and I heard someone say this the other day, that most people regret the things they didn't do and, and, and not the things that they said yes to. And so I, I was in that space where I regretted so much for so long that I did not want to do one more thing or say no to one more thing that I would regret. And so that was my year of yes. Well, and I think that's a beautiful nugget. I think that is the perfect thing for our listeners to hear is we've all been there, right? We've all had a time and a season in our lives where it wasn't about us. We didn't say yes to stuff. And then we look back and go, God, we missed out on. Why didn't we do this? We'll never have an opportunity again. Like, so to hear you say, I was a mom, I stayed at home for all these years and made it about everybody else. And finally... I just said, screw it. I'm saying yes. If it comes, then it was meant to be for me. And I'm saying yes. And, and if it, you like, you tried it and you liked it, then you took it to the next level. And if you didn't, no harm, no foul. You just moved on. And it was something that, that you got an opportunity to try. And so, you know, for our audience, I think that is the perfect like nugget for them is you regret, what you say? You regret the things you didn't do more than the things you do do or you did do. Correct. Absolutely. Yes. So when you are faced with that choice and you're decide here, you know, if you're deciding on whether to say yes or no to something, you have to ask yourself if, will I regret not saying yes to this? And, and I think that's the question that needs to be asked because it might be scary. It might be thrilling. It might be out of your comfort zone. Everything I did was way out of my comfort zone, but I am so grateful that I said yes to each of those events and opportunities because that is what it's each tiny baby step that has gotten me here and before I forget Lori I just want to address when you said um, you got really sick after you had the energy work it is really really important and I tell this to my clients you have to make sure um, to drink way more water than you've ever had in your life after having any energy work. Because what happens is it moves all the energy in your body. It releases all these toxins. And if you don't flush them through your system, they stay in your body and make you feel even worse than before. And so just keep that in mind to anybody's listening. It, anytime you have any kind of energy work, whether it's acupuncture, massage, um, yoga even, but Reiki and any kind of really healing modality, drink tons and tons of water so you flush that all out. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And you were talking about, um, you know, really knowing, seeing and being aware of the opportunities that were before you and, and deciding to say yes. I think all three of us have done a much better job of trusting our intuition and and going with it, but you've got a little special tool that helps you. You're a pendulum. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Because it's so fun. Yes, I absolutely love my pendulum. So um, I don't actually know when I got this pretty early on. So, um, so we met in 2015, right? And so some point, I'd say within that next year, I bought a pendulum. And the pendulum works on energetics. So it is, I, I am not the one providing the answers. The answers are flowing through me. It's source energy that, that provides the answers. So with the pendulum, I ask it, show me yes, which for me is a clockwise circle. Show me no, which is a back and forth, like a left to right. I sometimes get, it's doing it without me even saying it, show, I need more information. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then if it's I don't know, it just stops dead. <laughs> so. And so for those of you who are on the podcast, you can't see, but Donna has her pendulum and showing us. And then you can also flip over to our YouTube channel where this will be posted video wise in case you want to see Donna's amazing little pendulum work. Um, I remember the first time I met the pendulum, we were in Nashville. Um, so we went to a conference in Nashville for the weekend and we were in a shop. So we had before the workshops and stuff started, we all met for Bloody Marys and we had a whole day of just girl day. And so we were in the shop and there's a couple of us women and I was looking at, so I can't remember, it was a bracelet or a pair of shoes or something in this women's shop. And Donna said, and I said, I don't know. I can't decide if I want it. She's like, well, let me break out my pendulum. And I'm like, you're what? And she <laughs> breaks it out and it says, yes, I said buy it. And I'm like, well, hell. So I, I bought it and I, it was a bracelet because it's one that I wear quite often to this day. Um, but I was like, what is that? And I don't understand. Um, so that was my first introduction. And now I have one and I use it. I don't use it as often as you do, but I do use it. it you know, it is. I would first say, learn to trust your intuition. To anyone who's listening, learn to trust your intuition. Our, our bodies give us the answers that we are seeking, and it's a matter of understanding how that shows up for you. We're all different. So some people get it, a message. It, it, some people feel it in their body. Maybe it's a hit in their gut or their heart or their throat. It's Everyone is different. So you have to learn to tune into your body. But I rely on this. I, this is how I pick crystals for my clients. This is what I use during Reiki sessions to see if the chakras are in alignment. This is what I use if I am selecting anything. Like I, I have a lot of things offered to me, you know, courses to take and things to do. And I ask my pendulum every, every single time, unless it's a hell yes or no way. If it's anywhere in between those two, I use my pendulum to ask. And then well, it's I- It's kind of like your gut feeling, right? Yes, and it's more about um, confirming. Yeah. You know, so if I know definitely one way or the other, I don't even bother to pick it up. But I also use it. So I have a friend, I have a couple of friends who are dating. They'll call me. How about so-and-so? Oh, no, 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 no. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I need to call. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or just text me. Text me the name. Yeah. No. Anyway. Lori said, um, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's, I use it, so I have food allergies. So I'll use it, is, is this safe for me to eat, you know, to make sure that I stay safe and it's always right. So in the time that I've been using my pendulum, there's been one time that it said yes and I did the opposite. And there was a time that it said no and I did the opposite and both times I regretted it. Every other time it has been spot on. And sometimes I think logically that doesn't make sense but I have learned to trust it because it knows. When it's your energy. So that's the, yeah, that's the key. Yep. So yeah. my handy little tool. Well, we love it. It's, it's something that's fun that, like you said, it's just a confirmation of, of what we already know because we already have the answers within us. But it's, a, it's a, a fun tool to pull out and use to confirm what we're thinking. Um, so one thing we would like to know from you is, um, what's something you do daily that is just part of your daily routine that you really feels like makes a big difference for you so that this will be a good takeaway for our audience members. 
So there are actually two things I do daily. One is gratitude in the morning before I even get out of bed and at night before I go to sleep. I say my gratitudes because it is so important to notice all the things that show up in our life that are good. And it could be people, it could be a situation, it could be a thing. But when we're in gratitude, it raises our vibration, which makes everything better. The other piece to that is meditation. I sit in quiet reflection every day. And sometimes it could only be a few minutes and sometimes it's much longer. But again, it raises the vibration and allows us to be in the best space. And as a person who, you know, I'm, I guide and support w women, my clients, I have to be in the best space possible so that I have that ability to freely and clearly guide them. And those two things, the meditation and the gratitude, both raise the vibration instantly and puts us in a much better space. Yeah, I love that because all of us um, serve in some way. You know, we may serve differently than you do, but we're, we're here to be of service to others. And you have to be right in your own energy <laughs> so that you can give fully and not, we talk about this all the time, you know, not giving from an empty cup. You can't do it. I mean, you can, but it's not the best of you. It's the rest of you. Right. And so it's, um, it, you know, we all need to have those practices, those daily practices that center us and that, that take care of our own energy so that we can give fully to others so that it means more and it, it's just more meaningful and, and better. It's the better version of you. So Donna also, so crystals and stones, Reiki, you do coaching and you do some energy healing through your Reiki. Um, so you do some coaching. So tell us a little bit about the coaching and, and that experience. Sure. So my, my niche is um, working with empty nesters or anyone in transition, because that's where I was when I found out who I was and discovered what my next stage in life was going to be. So, um, you know, I, I clear through the Reiki, I clear the energetic blocks, and then together we work on, on the mindset and the emotional blocks so that they can fully understand what their purpose is to find joy and fulfillment. And because I truly believe we all deserve to be in that space. And Absolutely. And pairing all of those things, that energy work with the mindset, which is really what Lori and I um, have talked about early on in this. And the reason that we're here is, is that mindset change and the shift and, and all the ways that we can do that. But, but sitting someone down and, and pairing the energy work with the mindset is, is, is huge. So, and I can't, I, you know, when you, when you add those together, it's a recipe, recipe for success, no matter what. I mean, that's huge. Um, and I will say, you know, and we haven't mentioned this yet, but um, for those of you, Lori and I probably don't talk about this enough in our podcast, but we helped write a book called um, Permission Granted. And we had, there are 20 women in this book and, and it was a, a bestseller. And Donna is one of our co-authors of the book. And so, you know, it, that was, that was huge for us. That was Lori. Now this was, that was your third, right? Second or third, um, third. best-selling. Yeah. But for Lori and I, it was really our first, first attempt at it. And it was amazing. And just that process of putting the story down on paper, um, using what maybe hurt us or the challenge we went through to help heal somebody or, or give somebody else a different perspective was huge. And so, you know, I know 
being in that book, we, we were so honored to have you as, as one of those authors for us. And that really, I think, also solidified the bond that we all had. So, um, and that is another way that you can, you know, if you have our book or if you want to buy it, it's we'll make sure the link's here. But that's another way that you can, you can identify with Donna as well. Remind me what the name of your chapter was. Mine was um, Permission to Trust Your Inner Gut. I love that. That's perfect for this episode. Yes. <laughs> and mine was permission to be me. Yes. You know, I finally showed up as me. And Lori, what was, remind me what I, yours was? I don't know. I think you said mine. I don't know. <laughs> Did I say yours? I was trust your gut. And yours was trust your intuition or something like that. Something like that. Yes. It yeah. was pretty similar. <laughs> Sometimes we, we spend too much time together, obviously, <laughs> because we, we start taking on the ownership of others. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> to, to sometimes both of our dismay. Like, wait a minute, that's not mine. That's not mine. Can you put can you keep that to yourself, please? <laughs> right. Yeah, we transfer energy. Lori and I transfer energy sometimes. Um, because I think we do spend so much time together. And the first time it happened, I think we were both in shock and awe of again, it wasn't wasn't intentional. But it was a first time that I think I'd ever had that experience. And we were both like, wait a minute, what just happened? Um, and it was powerful, but it also took us back from maybe not believing as much or, or really fully understanding how powerful it is to us looking at you going, holy crap, did that just happen? Um, and it was a day Lori wasn't feeling no great. And she had not really overly said it, but as she was saying it, I all of a sudden had this washover feeling and like, like I was going to throw up, like I was sick. And she went, oh my God, I feel better. And I'm like, well, holy crap. I think I'm sick. And it was like, oh my God, what just happened to you? Yeah. I mean, so the power of energy, I mean, it really, and again, it's little things like that that have happened to us that I think helped us see that it's real. You know, it's not some cooked up, you know, woo woo it really is real. And, and we were skeptical too. Energy is palpable. Like it is truly palpable for anyone who's watching or listening yeah. to this. If you were to take your hands and rub them together and then pull them apart and feel the resistance in there, that is energy that you're playing with. And if you're listening to this, it's just, you know, rub them together, pull them apart and then bring them back together. Like you're about to clap and very slowly until you feel the resistance. And like we can control this energy. That, that is something that I think everyone needs to understand is that we have the power to control our energy and it's important to protect it so you're not taking on anyone else's and then learn how to get rid of it when you do because right. it can impact us. Absolutely. So listen, we are so excited and so grateful that you joined us today. And will you tell everybody before we leave, how can they get in touch with you? If they're interested in a Reiki session, maybe some coaching, maybe they're an empty nester and they want to do kind of a, the both. Maybe they want to, you know, find about crystals and stones. You have a, a place that you post information. So tell us how we find you um, and how our listeners can get in touch. Absolutely. So uh, website is the best place to find just about everything. It's DonnaBrownDesigns.com. Uh, there's an S on that, DonnaBrownDesigns.com. And I have a, uh, my Instagram account is very active. I post daily inspirational messages and 
all about everything that I do. And within there is my link tree. That's also where you can find links to just about everything. And my Instagram is crystals underscore to underscore clarity, crystals to clarity. And again, this will all be in the show notes. Um, but please reach out if there's any way I can support you or you have questions about anything that I discussed today. I would love to connect. All right. Well, we awesome. love you and thank you for being here. Oh my yes. gosh. I love you both so much. And I'm so happy to have all these amazing experiences together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And more to come, right? More yes, come. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you hadn't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. You can reach us at HigherNavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R Navigation.com. Thanks for listening.